0: What's up, my podcast village, my podcast people? This is uh, Mike McCown with the Chaos Theory, you know? Just woke up. And, uh, don't usually have a hard time sleeping, you know? It's the thing about marijuana. But, uh, I don't know, woke up in the middle of the night, had a hard time getting back to sleep. Listen to some Joe Rogan, you know, and uh, yeah, started thinking about you know my life and stuff. I was talking to a buddy earlier on the phone that night, yet last night, you know, that before I went to sleep, you know, not like right before because I'd be gay, but you know, I was gonna play video games with him and then he'd, you know, yeah, I was playing with his other friends, you know, anyway. Talked to him about this girl that uh, I went on a date with about a year ago. It's one of the reasons why I don't like doing online dating, you know. She was off Tinder and uh, went on a date with her. First of all, uh, she was 21, all right? She was 21 and her picture looked hot as fuck. Although, I should say, that uh, she did say that she was an ex heroin addict, ex heroin addict, you know, but she was studying for school to like treat, you know, that kind of stuff or whatever. It was all a little sketchy, but whatever. I uh tend to judge a little too much, so I was like, Michael, you need to open your mind. You need to open your mind, Michael. So I went on a date with her. I was driving up to Scottsdale, Scottsdale, Arizona. Drove into a parking lot with well, the address where she gave me told me to, you know, meet her for our first date. It was a mental institution, guys. Technically, it was behavioral health, but whatever, man. Everyone was wearing little white things. And uh, I went in there as a crazy person, you know. Never been, you know, uh, taken in by them, you know. But i go in. Have you been here before? Uh, no. Have you, uh, been restrained before? Have you been stayed here before? No, not yet. What does that mean, sir? Means not yet. And, uh, really weird, really weird date, man. And, uh, can you call it a date? You know? She looked rough, you know, but I was i was saying, you know what? No one looks pretty in the hospital. This is the kind of stuff I was telling myself, all right? Besides me being in the mental hospital checking and my head voice screaming, you get out of there, Michael. You get out of there right now. Then I had another voice in my head saying, you don't be so judgmental all the time, all right? This is why you don't have any friends. So I went in there and... uh they said, well, her parents are already uh, with her. Should I go ahead and tell them you're here? And I was like, oh, no, please don't do that. I do not know her parents. And and then, at this point, my head voice is screaming, get out, get out now, get out, get out now. And I go through those doors, meet her parents for the first time, meet her for the first time. And, uh, It was some weird, wacky shit, you know? This is definitely a weird date. And it's definitely a mind fail on uh, Mike McCallum's part, because uh, I I gave her another shot after that. I saw saw her again after that. And it was even worse, man. It was even worse than you could possibly imagine. But, uh, I want to share that with you, you know? and go feed the chickens. Because they're hungers. Alright. Now, um... I tell a version of, uh... this, uh... heroin addict girl story. The bad date story. I tell a version of that on stage. But I don't share all the little details. Because they're not relevant to the outcome of the story. But... They do say a little bit about myself. So, uh... Here we go. So after the mental institution first encounter, let's call it, and remember, she told me that, like, she told me why she was in there. She said that, uh, she was, uh, um, on, um, Xanax for uh, seizures or uh, not seizures? Like some, uh, what do you call it when the blinking lights? The they give you uh, seizures and shit. An, an- I know. Oh, Whatever. She couldn't look at blinking lights, otherwise she'd have a seizure and like stuff like that. Is what she told me. And I was like, that makes sense, you know. I've got depressive issues myself, you know, I'm a little manic, a little craze, crazy maze, you know. So, uh, it was like, alright, that makes sense, so you're on Xanax, and your doctor took you off Xanax, and you started having even bad seizures, because you're going through withdrawals from Xanax, and I was like, alright, so you're withdrawn from Xanax, but your doctor put you on there, so I feel like that's alright. Well... Not a psychotherapist or nothing and uh, so I went on a date with her again but in between this period is uh, she called me on the phone she said that she couldn't stand being in the mental institution anymore and that she had to get out that she had to get out and this is when I knew she was going a little crazy crazy you know and she wanted me to pick her up and rescue her. From the mental institution. And I wasn't going to do that. Alright. I'm not a flight bird crazy. Okay. I'm not a. Whatever you call it. Bandit in the. Bandit in the. I'm not the bandit. Alright. Now. um, Wish I could remember that movie name now. Anyway. Went on a second date with her. Picked her up. She lived two hours away from me. Like, it said Phoenix, but uh, I don't live in Phoenix, all right? I live in a nice place, all right, where people are friendly, and there's cows and shit and horses. And they smile at me, and I hug them while I walk by, all right? And uh, drove all the way there. She lives in a huge mansion. She still lives with her parents because she's 21 in a huge mansion like a rich house like not just oh that's a huge like house in a really nice part of uh, the Phoenix Hills you know no no there is Lamborghinis parked in the parking lot next to a Ferrari alright and then I had another little head voice I said Mike this is what you need you need a sugar mama, right? Don't you turn your back on this. And then I had another little head voice saying, you met her at a mental institution, brah. Boy, you know? Which head voices do you listen to at that time? You know? Do you go with the one telling you common sense things? Or you go with the one that lets you be able to tell this story? Well, we obviously went with the latter. And uh, she got in my car. She looked about the same as she did at the mental institution. You'd think she'd pretty herself up a little bit, but apparently when you're a ex-heroin addict, that's kind of hard to do, you know? Now, um... She got in my car, and, uh, I want to say her hair, I want to describe her hair as mangy. And you might think, Mike, that sounds terrible. Well, you weren't fucking there, so you shut your whore mouth. It was awful. But I'm a nice guy, and I can't, like, can't kick her out of the date, like, kick her out of the car and be like, listen work just came up, gotta leave like, that's obviously an excuse, and we're not gonna do that, okay, cause we're nice people, here in the mind of Mike, okay and uh in the mind of Mike we're just gonna, just gonna ride this out, you know obviously, nothing will come of this date, we already know that as soon as she got in the car Casey's, okay, and um but, uh, you know, people, they they might surprise you, you know? You never know. They might surprise you. And we'll, we'll say might, and that is the operative word. Casey's? Casey's. Now, um, we're driving. We go get, uh, some food, you know? That food, uh forgot what we ate. I think we went to NYPD or something. We got wings. I think that. We got wings. Because I don't... I'm not a social butterfly, you know? I don't fly around and flaunt my social skills, you know? I was homeschooled. Homeschooled? I was homeschooled. And there's not a lot of social skills, you know? You know, these. So, um... We, uh i was quiet for i mean i i keep trying to keep the conversation going you know uh extroverted introvert myself is and uh we went to get wings we we're driving back because she wanted to see the horses you know we're driving back to the ranch and um and we're driving back my parents thought she was 40. All right, They thought I was a MILF seeker. They were like, well, we didn't know you were into the rich MILFs. I'm not, she's 21. And they, their faces dropped to the fucking floor. And I was like, yeah, no. She said, why are you on a date with this girl? I didn't know, she didn't match a profile. And I, I skipped over the mental thing, because we're not going to explain that to my family. Weird, all right. They already think I have questionable judgment skills. Casey's okay, now she's at my house, she's at the stables, she's petting the horses, and she lights up a blunt in front of my parents and everything. Like, they don't care, but like, you never met these people, you know? It's weird was a weird she was a weird girl man and uh and I ended up getting food poisoning from those wings and uh I couldn't drive her back the 2 hours she had to spend the night and uh i did not want to sleep up there on the bed with her you know said i was being you know respectful but yeah, it was, uh, uh, threw up a little bit in my mouth But, you know, nice guys sometimes, you know? You can't be rude. I know what you're thinking. Bitch, I would have got her Uber. Uber didn't exist then. And cabs were fucking expensive. And that's just rude. But in any houses... Uh, she uh, she tried to get at me, you know? She tried to hire V. Weinstein me. A few times. A few tippity times. But I resisted. And ended up sleeping on the floor, you know? So, <clears throat> in the morning, and I want to let you know this day, the day that I took that girl on a date, that was the day before Thanksgiving. Man, this is a holiday story, and you didn't even know it. You did not even know it. But, um, yeah. Yeah, so, the morning, the morning of Thanksgiving, was an extra special morning. Because not only was my granddad in the hospital for having a stroke, but uh, I was stuck driving back uh, an ex-heroin addict mental patient who looked like she was 40, but she was actually 21. 2 hours back to her home while recovering from food poisoning. All right, it was still a little queasy. Didn't feel like Thanksgiving. Was really unhappy. Just so, like, you know, stuck with you. My granddads in the hospital. My family's all there. Stuck with you. Mean laughs mean anyway we're driving back and she was like uh, you know telling me about her uh you know I'm not this is I'm not going to sugarcoat it for you guys right she's uh saying telling me all her uh hookup stories because they were all with junkies because she was a heroin addict right at one point, supposedly, years ago. But um, at one point, she showed me a big hole in her arm. That's right, it was the morning of. She woke up, she's like, oh, it's doing better today. Ripped off a bandana, there's a fucking purple hole in her arm. I was like, oh my god, what the fuck is that? And uh, that was pretty close to my actual reaction. I was remembering it so vividly. And she was like, oh, it's it comes from, you know, injecting heroin in the same spot over and over again. Obviously too much. And I was like, oh, so you just have that forever? And she was like, no, I mean, it'll heal up eventually. It's still fresh right now. Whoa, like how fresh are we talking? Because you said you were an ex-heroin addict. That means you don't do heroin. And she goes, Well, I mean, I haven't done it in two weeks, so I'm an ex-heroin addict. I haven't done it in two weeks. Whoa. All right. First off, sweetheart, part of the 12... Obviously, you're not doing the 12 steps, because part of the 12 steps is you're not allowed to call yourself an ex-anything because you're always a current addict. Second... If you did it two weeks ago, you're still coming th- down through withdrawals. That's why you were in a mental hospital because they were trying to safely withdraw you while giving you methadone. and so they did you didn't fucking you know overdose it, like withdrawal die, you know, like seizure and shit. Oh my God, what am I doing, Michael? What are you doing? Now, um, we're driving back, and she starts telling me uh, stories about all these sexual encounters she's had, you know, with all these junkies. She said she counted about 150 guys that she knew of. That's a lot. That's a lot of penises to go through your hoo-ha, all right? Now, um, she used other, uh, wordage, you know, she said the P word, pussy, puss, puss, but she was like, you know, guys always accuse me of being a virgin all the time, they'll be like, your pussy's so tight, your pussy's so tight, there's no way you're a virgin, and I don't know why it's so tight. It's gone through so much abuse. <sighs> First off, guys. Gals. non <sighs> That's... She still thinks she's on a date. In my mind, I've already shut that off, alright? I just need to get this person out of my car and out of my life. But in her mind... She was like, this guy's still really into me, you know? I bet, uh, you know what I bet I'll win him over? I bet uh, he would love stories about uh, how other guys have been inside me. Guys love that. Guys love to picture that kind of shit, you know? Turns them on, you know? I don't know what she was thinking, you know? She was a heroin addict. I don't understand how junkies think because I'm not a junkie. I get high in life, you know. Marijuana, too, but is that really a drug nowadays? Any days, any days of the week, you know? I only smoke marijuana on days ended in Y, alright? That's not a lot. If you think about it. Now, as she was just telling me stories about this stuff and how she's, she'd let strangers grab her boobs and stuff and she dated a girl for a while and lived with her. and I was like, damn, man, you have some fucking stories in between where you should be living with your parents and you turning 21, all right? Hair falling out. Looked like a mangy dog. Maybe once beautiful, but the drugs fucking drain that from her, you know? Don't do drugs, guys. Got a perfect body, you know? Gotta fuck it up. That's why we need to talk to our middle monkey pals, you know? Because there's monkeys, and then there's us. But there's no in-between humans and monkeys, you know? Maybe they could explain some of our behavior, you know? You don't know. Anyways, he's dropped her off. Got her out of my car. And then she came back to my car. I was celebrating, you know. Lighting up the green. She comes back, smoke billows out. Hey, can you drop me off at uh, my friends? Because that's where I'm supposed to go. She lives over by you, though. Are you sure she lives over by me? Are you just saying that so I'll drive you places? Are you going to pay for gas? No, that's what I thought. Tried to kiss me too. Dropped her off of her friend's house because I'm a nice person. I'm a nice purse, you know? You don't know. Dropped her off. And, um, it's the last I ever saw of her again until I was at King of the Hammers for my brother's race. And, uh, he's a race car driver. And, um, she texted me. She's like, hey, I just got out of rehab, and you're not like other guys I've dated. You're not like a junkie guy. You're not like other junkie guys, you know? You're a straight guy. Not like straight gay, but straight like you don't do drugs, you know? And I texted her back, and I was like, listen... I went on one date with you, I don't really know you, and you don't really know me, and you need to stop texting me, because I ain't your Prince Charming, alright, nobody's Prince Charming, I'm just a wolf pup, alright, I'm just a sad, confused little wolf pup trying to find my way through this little life of mine, you know? And I don't need no mangy dog. A scrubbing up the place. Stanking up the place with your heroin. Casey's? Casey's. And I sent that message away. I've never heard from her again. I might have, uh. That was the gist of what I said, you know. But I thought that story needed to be out there, shared with all the deets. But, uh, anyway, this is my podcast for today. Woo! Some dogs barking. God, what do those goats stand on? You know, I have a neighbor. This might be not something you care about. You might want to shut up this podcast. But I have a a neighbor. We have a fence line on a ranch. And, um, the ranch next to it. Next to us has a whole bunch of goats. A whole bunch of uh, uh, fainting goats. And they're really fun to fuck with. <laughs> but uh, they stand up on the shed. And I'm not really sure how they get up there. Maybe they hop or something? It seemed like they have short little legs. I don't know the, how they hop that far. But it seemed like they hop up there. And you could see just the tops of their heads. Like, not just the tops. But you could see their heads like um and it just looks like they're floating there a whole bunch of goats, you know, over the fence line. And they sound like little kids. Yeah! 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 That's what they sound like. You think they would sound like eh, eh. no, they don't sound like that. They sound like yeah! Yeah! So do lambs, man. Lambs sound like screaming little kids. Our neighbors got lambs, too. Those things are cute, though. Uh, We couldn't raise lambs, man. Couldn't have the heart. People were like, oh, you don't have the heart to raise lambs? Well, you think about what you would raise lambs for, all right? why i don't want to raise goats because i mean you can breed pygmy goats or nigerian dwarf goats nigerian dwarf goats have fucking amazing milk you know creamy better than milk's milk but um then you get down to the brass taxes of life you know you're like well you can only have milk and cheese from that goat every five months or whatever And the reason that is, is because that goat has to be pregnant, and you take that baby goat away from its mother, and then you bottle feed that baby goat so it bonds with you, and then, it's really fucked up if you think about it, and then you take that mother goat, and you hook her up to a, I mean, unless you want to milk it yourself, but that's pretty much like molestation at that point. You hook her up to this like machine, mechanical thing, and it like sucks the milk that the mother had created for the baby. Sucks it out of her. So you can make cheeses and milk and delightful things to eat to sell. Now, um, this takes a lot of milk from this goat. So usually you're going to have more than one female goat, alright? going to have a lot of goats. You're going to be doing this fucked up process over and over again. This makes me uh, reconsider milk, you know? Makes me reconsider a lot of things. I mean, how fucked up is that? I mean, I get it. I understand it. It makes sense to me, you know, why you would need to do that. But at the same time, you're kind of like, not only are you kind of mind-fucking the goat, man, but you're kind of, like, if we did that to a human, you know, we, like, separate the human mother from the, I mean, from, uh, we separate the baby, the human baby, from the human mother, right? And we give the human baby synthetic milk so it bonds with us and not the mother. Like bonds with another person. And then you take the mother and you squeeze her breasts into this mechanical milking machine and it drains all the milk and the nutrients that uh, that human mother made for her human baby. So you could use it for milk and cheese and shit. If you think about it, that's fucked up. Why is it, why is it only when we uh, like like pigs? Pigs are way smarter than dogs. But we eat them. We eat goats too. Love goats. That's what that's what pygmy goats are raised for. They're stocky. Their legs are only a few inches off the ground. They're raised for the meat. Nigerian dwarf goats are raised for the milk. Yeah, and I know you still can't get that human image out of your mind. Well, think about how the goats feel, all right? Think about how them goats feel when they're like, I just gave birth to this baby. Look how awesome he is. He's already walking and hopping all over the place. Come, suck from my milk teats, baby. You're like, no. He's going to bond with me. I'm his mother now. What? You're not a goat? No. No, I'm not. But I'm better than a goat. Come with me, slave child. That's what we do with with goats, man. There are slave children. Cows, too. Lambs, it's even worse. Lambs are like the Jews of the farm animal world, alright? Pigs, too. It's fucked up. Like, I love animals, alright? I have horses. And I have chickens, you know, dogs, and I would love a goat, but not for its cheese, you know, not for its milk, not for its stuff it made for its babies. I just want a boy goat, you know, do cool boy goat stuff. Like me and my boy goat go, like I take him do stand up with me and not explain why. Fuck him, man. He's a... He's an anxiety goat, you know? I'll put a little orange vest on him. Walk around with my anxiety goat. So what? It says I'm soft. But you know what? You're trying to mess with me? My goat? Horns in your ass, you right? And how awesome a goat listen to motionless and what? Listen to metal? Miss May I? Huh? Who doesn't want a goat in their life? You know how cuddly fucking goats are? Goats are cuddly as fuck. All right? I don't know, man. Like, I like cheese, you know? But, where's the real nutrients in it? There's not any nutrients because you're not a baby cow or a baby goat. My friend's been trying to talk me into going on one of those keto diets.
1: And I'm okay with
0: it because I can still eat hot wings. I like the spicy shit, you know? Cajun hot. But I don't know. Maybe i try it. Maybe get a little healthy this year, huh? Put a little six-pack on me. It's probably not possible. I have a pretty short torso. Long legs, short torso. It's one of the symptoms of the Klein filters, you know, these. Okay. Well... Anyways, these, anyhow, these guys, gals, non binaries, all you goats out there, I just want to tell you. Yeah, so you know, <clears> these, <throat> my friends, my non binaries, my ladies, my gents. I wanna leave you all with a little you know what another uh, animal that makes a weird sound, this is not what I was gonna say, but I just thought of this. You know what another animal that makes a weird sound, and if you didn't know what it was, you'd be like what the fuck, you know is peacocks. We had a lot of peacocks around here, a lot of wild peacocks. I mean, they're not wild they're like Someone has them, but I guess they're wild now. I'm not really sure how that works. But, uh, down in Queen Creek, you see a lot of them on, uh, on, uh, bill bill, <sighs> on billboards and stuff and on, on the water tower. I don't know why I'm so gassy today. Burping and shit, coughing. Anyway, You see them on billboards and everything and, uh. Really cool looking, but if you don't know what they sound like, they sound like screaming, like in pain toddlers. Like, I can't even mimic it. It sounds horrid. Like, uh, what are peacocks good for, you know? Do you use them for eggs? I want a peacock egg. I have quails. Sell quail eggs. And also, because, like, dates and stuff, you know? That's just fancy. That's just some fancy shit, right? But, yeah, what do you use peacocks for? Just, like, as pets? Peacock eggs? Because, uh... Our neighbor has a rooster and that thing's fucking annoying as shit. They breed chickens though. Little known fact, guys. And the only reason I'm bringing this up is because I had a friend who uh, I'd give eggs to and I found out she was actually throwing them away because she was afraid that she'd crack open into one of those things and there'd be like soft, like Bloody half chicken fetus in there. That's not possible, all right. You need a rooster to impregnate the chicken. A chicken is a hen. It's a female chicken. Like a chicken is a female, and uh, you need a rooster, which is a male chicken, you now, to impregnate the hen. But we don't have roosters. We just use the chickens for eggs. So a chicken is essentially like... uh, An egg is essentially a hen's uh, menstrual cycle. So every day, regardless of whether they're fertilized or not, they'll have eggs. And only if that egg is fertilized by rooster sperm will that egg ever become a baby chicken It needs rooster sperm alright they're just eggs you eat them chickens can eat them but you don't want to teach them that they're able to because they're dumb they, they only know as much as you teach them now that's been some edumacation of the day by Mike McCowan the Chaos Theory Podcast. Check out the Comicologist.com, C O M I C dash dot com for full live comedy dates for miss self Mike McCowan and uh, check out um, the comicologist podcast and uh, yes he's you know and the McCowan Ranch podcast too. Check that out Love you. Have a sweet Monday and a great week. See you guys later.